It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Coming up in 10 minutes, more on Eric Bieniemy interviewing with the Commanders over the weekend and uh, much more on the Commanders coaching search, the latest uh, kind of what happens now, the next steps, who they can interview, who they are interviewing, who they're not going to. We'll get y'all caught up at 6.15. Then we'll kind of go around the NFL news style at 6.30, get you updated on all of the other teams and their coaching searches, some injury news from the playoffs, uh, teams signing players, including a former All-Pro today. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff happening around the NFL that we will spend our next half hour, actually the next 45 minutes on as we steamroll towards seven o'clock. But uh, Anthony, I kept seeing, and I, I got like some tweets asking me about this. Um, and like one of them was worded this way, which is basically, hey, I think, you know, the Lions and and obviously the Lions and the Ravens could wind up playing each other in the Super Bowl. Could the commanders wait uh, and and see who wins the matchup between Ben Johnson and uh, Mike McDonald to to and then pick the winner as their head coach? And I was just like, what? I under let me let me not be dismissive. Let me not be pejorative. Let me not be a jerk. I understand the question. It's not like I don't I don't get it. Right? Oh well, hey, we got. We got candidate A, we got candidate B. What if they could fight and the winner is the one that we choose? Voila. Like, yeah, of course that makes logical sense. But the problem is the fight isn't over. Like, it's not a it's not a fight. We're not picking our fighter to go pick to then have the same fight. You're asking people to do the jobs they have now with the pieces they have around them now, and then ultimately use that information to predict if they'll be good at another job with almost none of those people moving forward. So seeing if Mike McDonald could shut down Ben Johnson to frame it even to as if that framing is even accurate is not actually that helpful of a piece of information. I want to know how they'd be as a head coach. Your How you do as a coordinator is important. It's really important, especially if you're going to be the coordinator. But how you do in terms of wins and losses is obviously very dependent on the players and the organization that you have. And a guy like Sean McVay has done just fine, even though he never got to an NFC championship game and never won a playoff game as a coordinator here in Washington. In fact, his last game with Washington was terrible. 2016 versus the Giants, Week 17. It's one of the worst five games that Kirk Cousins had as a commander or as a as a Washington football player. And Sean coordinated that game. And then a week later, the Rams hired him. And I think they're pretty happy. And it wasn't that whoever the D.C. in New York was that day was some was like a better head coaching candidate and would have actually won three Super Bowls in the time that Sean has won one with the Rams. It's that they're different jobs. And I, I think that there is this obsession with 
the results right now because it's the only new information available compared to what we've seen them do over time and the piece of information that we don't have. Because again, you want to you want to judge uh the 20 oh they went head to head. Cuz you want to know who's the DC of of 2016 New York Giants? It was Steve Spagnola, who's an incredible defensive coordinator. Maybe on the all-timers list for great coordinator, not very good head coach. Spags has been killing it in Kansas City. But as a head coach, didn't didn't really work out. What was it? New York uh, and St. Louis. Yeah, back with the Rams, 2009, 2011. I think he he just kind of figured out, like, this ain't really for me. Went on to be the defensive coordinator in New Orleans, worked in Baltimore, uh, went back to the Giants, uh, and then has been in Kansas City since 2019. And I don't know that he's ever going to get a head coaching call again, which seems a little crazy based off how well they've done this year. But I don't think any point is, I don't think anyone looks back at that 2016 matchup and goes, ah, Spags should have been the guy over McVay. They're different jobs. And to go back again to the, I, I think the, the thing that we as fans and media need to remember if we want to be intelligent about this stuff, we want to just yell and have fun with it, then they're like, okay, ah. But these interviews matter because they go into them. The, Josh Harris and, and and everybody goes into them with a series of questions that really lay out like what's your vision going to be to be a head coach like how what's your staff going to look like that's one of the most important questions what's your staff going to look like what is uh your kind of philosophy on drafting like hey this number two pick what would you want to do with it do you have any thoughts and if they're like I want to take this guy then Adam Peters is probably going to be like all right, we're not, we're next. If he's like, you know, I got to look at the prospects or, you know, I I think it's really important that we heavily consider this thing because X, Y, Z, like they might have thoughts on that. Um, You know, they might have thoughts obviously on building a roster and Hey, how comfortable are you working with an analytics department? How much experience do you have? What kind of numbers and data would you want us to be gathering for you? What, you know, if we hand you this this data set, what do you make of it? Um, what do you think about the current roster here in Washington? Like, all of these questions and so many more are on the table and are way more important in terms of how they answer them because ultimately that's how they're going to act once they're in charge. All of that is way more important than who wins a game in the playoffs. You know, yes, McDonald over Slowick when it's Ravens versus Texans. But does that automatically mean that McDonald's the better head coaching candidate? No, it doesn't. So let's just collectively agree to stop doing that. They're important data points. And not saying anyone who's doing well right now is actually a bad candidate. I'm not saying anyone, uh, you know, I, I, I just think that we need to be smarter about trying to simplify or then trying to simplify everything down to one game or one playoffs. 
If the Ravens win the Super Bowl, it doesn't mean Mike McDonald's the greatest head coaching candidate in the history of everything. Belichick has won six Super Super Bowls, and zero of his assistants have ever sniffed a Super Bowl as a head coach. They're different jobs. And that is imperative to keep in mind. And I hope that if there are leaks, and it certainly seems like there are not a lot of leaks from the Washington side of things, that the leaks, uh, and ultimately when we hear them on record in a press conference introducing the guy, the reasons why they hire the next head coach are not, did really well in the playoffs. It's, is a great leader that we're confident has a plan to help rebuild our football team to go where he just came from, which is the playoffs. It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. We are streaming live on YouTube at the Team 980 as we do each and every day. And, of course, if you miss any part of the show, you can check it out on demand in the Hoffman Show podcast feed. And coming up next, the latest on the Commander's Coaching Search, including an in-house interview with Eric Bieniemy. This weekend, what we know, what we'd like to know, the positives, the negatives, all of it next here on the Team 980.